Hello, Good Times, Great Movies listener. Uh, This is a special episode. We're going to kick off the holiday season with a review of an animated holiday special. This time it's He-Man and She-Ra Christmas. I think it's that specific. I think it's Christmas, not holiday extravaganza or whatever. Um, But this is an old episode from 2017 that was released on our Patreon. Uh, The plan is to do this every year. My plan is to release one of these every December and then hit you guys with a new one uh, that same month. Uh, the, the, The further goal, the future goal with all of these episodes that we had on Patreon, our Patreon doesn't exist anymore. Uh, you'll hear plenty of talk about our Patreon in this episode, but just ignore it. Don't try and find us. If you want to give us money, I don't know, find my address and, and just put cash in an envelope and email it. But I think in our, our 10th year or leading up to the 10th anniversary of the show, I do want to release an episode every single week. So I think then I'm going to dump all of these Patreon episodes, these full length episodes onto the main feed then. So you'll hear a new episode, Patreon episode, new episode, Patreon, blah, 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 and so on for an entire year uh, because I think we have 30, roughly 30 full episodes Um, that we did on Patreon that will end up coming out. But anyway, this is an older episode, like I said, on He-Man and She-Ra. I don't think that the the audio quality is quite as good as it is now. Oh my God, if it's better, I apologize for what we're doing now. But (laughs) if anything, maybe it'll be on par. Maybe, you know, any sort of advances or updates we've made were prior to 2017. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, next week, you will we will be back to regular episodes. Um, but this is probably going to be new for uh, quite a few of you. Okay, that's it. Bye. When did you accidentally hit stop? In your excitement. In your excitement, it, you did. It's my excitement. Thank God yeah. we weren't talking about this movie? Question mark? Well, I need I to know, t- did you... Well, first of all, first of all, I think we should um, welcome and thank all of our wonderful Patreons oh, for yes. being here. Yes. Patreons? Patrons for being here and supporting us. Our P. Diddies? Can we call them our P. Diddies? I think that makes a lot uh, of sense. That's where I'm going to... And, I mean, they're supporting us, and they're here with us to celebrate the <laughs> birth of our Lord and Savior, He-Man. <laughs> no, they're they were born together. They're twins, so it's Adam and Aurora. Adam and Aurora, right? They have these powers to be a Hera and or He-Man and Shira. I did that before too. <laughs> He-Man and Shira. Um, if they were an item like a uh, like a Benefer, that's what they would be called. Hero. Don't they feel like they are an item? I know they're siblings. I know they're twins. But at times, oh. there's and it's just a cartoon. But there's some sexual tension there. Am I right? There's an upsetting <laughs> amount of sexual tension between these two. The amount of times that they say things like brother <laughs> and sister. I, like I am uncomfortable watching this interaction <laughs> between cartoon and they're characters. barely clothed. They're like scantily clothed and like very. Nobody fit. is wearing clothes in this cartoon. Orko, Orko is. Orko's got like Boy. a full robe, and and when he appears in front of children who have been set, they they don't even question what this weird floating wizard thing is. <laughs> they're just like. You have a spaceship? Sure. Our parents let us pick our tree out here in the wilderness by ourselves. We'll go into your spaceship. That sounds like a great (laughs) idea. I love how the kids are all panicked. Like, wait, we can't go home for five days? 
what about Christmas? No, what about your family? What about (laughs) everything else? Where do they think you are? What does it take? Maybe it takes five days because that's the other random thing. They're just two kids out in the like Alaskan wilderness. Where are they looking for their Christmas tree when the avalanche happens? Listen, the biggest reveal of this movie is that I think at the end these kids are Chilean or something. (laughs) I, I don't think these are American children. Did you see how, and I don't want to say how Hispanic their parents are, but. Well, it was Alicia and Miguel. Those were their names, right? But oh, we're, we're a little ahead of ourselves. We don't but even it's meet. it's snowing. I, I don't, it doesn't snow in Mexico, right? So they're, they have to be I, I mean, either South American or they are immigrants. I thought right? they were the, like the Alaskan people, like little. They, they kind of oh, have little a... little Inuit children? Sure. Oh. Named Miguel. <laughs> Listen. The names for everybody. Perfuma. And <laughs> I forgot the names. Perfuma. That's one Flutterina. of her... <laughs> one is called Peekaboo. <laughs> she reveals to them where everyone is. Peekaboo will tell us. What about the ship? peacock feathers. To see into other realms or whatever. My God, this is crazy. Jamie, did you... And I mean, we're burying the lead that this is a cartoon meant to sell toys. and mm. But did you... Did you watch He-Man? Did you have a She-Ra action figure? Any of this? Anything? So I, I definitely remember we had... I think you've even seen. I had my collection of VHS tapes. I brought some to college with me. And on one of my VHS tapes collections that my mom had taped off of the TV, mm-hmm. as you would do with her, that we had the we had this special. I remember seeing it in her handwriting on the side of the VHS <laughs> tape. I I remember parts of it. I mean, I think I've definitely watched He Man and Shira. My brother had mm-hmm. the Castle Grayskull, and he had the He Man right. dolls. I was never a big Shira fan. I don't think it was, I just don't, I liked, I guess I like the hug a bunch better. I don't know. (laughs) They're very different. Right. But I did, we did used to play, like, I do remember, I didn't remember that guy's name was Man at Arms. That was his name? Man at Arms. Their names are great because there was a guy called Many Faces. He he had had Many Faces. Yes. (laughs) Like, you could turn it and he'd be angry. And then kind of happy. And my brother had just, that my brother had that figurine because it would his face would yeah. flip. So they were fun <laughs> to play with and the Castle Grey Skull was really cool. I don't I thought I watched it, but <laughs> when I when I saw it again, I was like, Wow, I don't remember it being this. Like oh, it with the weird so fairies and the, right. it was very oddly animated. I guess now I don't watch that show, um Oh, there's a animated Like this? No, it's not like he managed it. Oh. No. <laughs> I was going to say, there's nothing like this, right? No, no. Anyway, had you seen He-Man? Had you experienced? Did you uh, have the Castle Grey Skull? Oh, yeah, I had that. I mean, it was like there was He-Man, there were Transformers. Oh, yeah. There were G.I. Joes. And then there sure, were sure. Star Wars, which wasn't like really made to sell toys. But I was all in on Star Wars, and the rest I just had that was your... bits and pieces of all of it. Okay, um, okay. So you maybe had a Skeletor doll or something? I had He-Man. I had Skeletor. Okay. I had okay. some of the bad guys. Um, but this, I had never seen this. I had never, never. ever okay. seen this. No. No, okay. this was – and I feel like it was more – I think, from what I remember about He-Man, I think this was more She-Ra heavy than He-Man. Oh, well, all right. Like, very early on, Skeletor, like, ejects all of his henchmen out of a ship. (laughs) And we never see any of those people again. And I really, like, that was my favorite part of He-Man, were all the bad guys. Oh, and he did have, he had those, one, one of his henchmen sound like speak and spell. They had, like, a speak and spell. (laughs) <laughs> kind of a voice, and then he had—he right, had like the two-headed, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, like the conjoined twins. Yes, yes, yes. And there was like a a wolf, like a like a beast. I think it was called Beast Man. Literally, I think he, beast yeah. Man. Well, that's well, that's what the bad things are called. The bad things are like the the rocket that spies on Skeletor's ship is called Spy Spy. So, <laughs> so I love how they're excited that they have this satellite that is now just, <laughs> I guess, going to keep taps on Skeletor <laughs> and study his every move. Everything about this seems weird. And, Jamie, why why do He-Man and She-Ra need to have these alter egos? Like, why can't they just be He-Man and She-Ra? I, They're not protecting anyone. How? See, there was more of a story if you watch the show. And that's what I wanted to have some time to research because I couldn't recall it on my own. What is their backstory? So where did they get these powers? Are they just, like, divinely, they have they found these swords and that's how they know? Because her sword can become all kinds of things. And he... She does it by the power, by the honor of Grayskull. Right. Is how she becomes Shira. And he is by the power of Grayskull. So she is honoring Grayskull and he's empowered by it. And who is the Grayskull? And And also, do they live together? Or is she? Because Their relationship is strange. Their relationship is bizarre. (laughs) Right, like for brother he, and sister. As well, you he said. lives. He lives in Eternia, right? Mm. And she is from Etheria. Uh huh. Is uh-huh. that right? Did I get all this? I think you. I think. So you're right I'm so wondering, far. like, did she? But they're twins, so yeah. they were both born in Eternia. Mm-hmm. So did she then, as kings and queens and princes and princesses <laughs> do? Did she marry out into another land? I, I don't know that and she's And is Etheria a different planet or just part of the same I planet? think the Athe- I think those are all part of the same planet, I think. But I don't okay. know because they travel throughout the universe. Like, where's Skeletor located? And his – now there's the big bad guy. What's his name? The Skeletor that and the other thing? guy. Yeah. <laughs> All of their all of their names are so spot on. All of their names are just like it's all I don't know, like evil, evil, prime evil, right? Is that it? Or, or horde, yeah. horde prime? Is that right? Horde prime. Yeah, I don't even I think you're right. I, it, and that oh. was a character that I was unfamiliar with. Like I didn't know when this. Because in He Man, the big bad guy was Skeletor. I never Skeletor, knew he had a boss. Sure. Well, he he reports to somebody, <laughs> right? Every bad guy does. You know what I'm glad about is that at the beginning <laughs> we get a voiceover that it's He Man and Shira's birthday, and I was like, oh, uh- do they share a birthday with Jesus? <laughs> and then later they on, it's like, no, 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 because later on they're like, Christmas is like five days away. Oh, uh, okay, but today okay, okay. Is- <laughs> <laughs> because the kids are well, so stressed. <laughs> so that's what they're setting up for, by the way. When we open the show, right? They're setting up for. I and- can't believe we watched this. <laughs> <laughs> when we open the sh- the movie, <clears throat> and. It's sort of this magical kingdom happening, and everyone is so excited about decorating. Like, every character in this movie just wants to decorate for the big birthday party. Who is that guy who later is playing <laughs> Plays the song? He's like... <laughs> I think his name is, like, Harpy or something oh, like that. Like, I don't he know. He just looks but... like a Chippendale dancer. Just they all wandered do. What in. about in the first, I'll call it the first scene that we see Adam, a.k.a. He-Man. He's, like, in purple tights with, like, a pink onesie. Like, who? Who? My favorite thing is how he and the little girl that they find have the same haircut. <laughs> Whose voice is that, by the way? Is it like it sounds like a Brady? It is such no, but it is such a classic '80s cartoon voice. I've heard that voice a million times. Yeah, who? And he's got a different voice as He Man, right? Like that's a different person doing the voice, right? Yeah, because it's deeper, it's stronger, it's more masculine. Or is it that guy like putting on some nerdy voice when he's Prince? Maybe he's nerding out as Prince Adam. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But their whole get-ups and, and oh, it, their looks. 
They're a very fit kingdom, let's say that. And they're they're Everybody, cartoons. A guy so. who has a skull for a head is just ripped. ripped. He is jacked. <laughs> is it man of man at arms? Man is- at arms. <laughs> He's like He's like, he's like Prince Adam's man at arms. He's like his, his bodyguard, basically. Okay. He, uh. Well, wait, wait. Before we're even there, and again, we're like 30 seconds into this. Yeah. I am even more confused because <laughs> their mother comes out and she's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh, you know what? All these decorations remind me of Christmas. And their dad's like, what is Christmas? Is that an <laughs> oh, earthling right. holiday? And that made me think. Is their mom from Earth? Was she? She like, knows about taken it. Yeah, from Earth and married into this, <laughs> or like, I I don't know. It felt very Scientology. Like, isn't that the Scientologist <laughs> thing? Like, aliens came and they like planted people here in a mountain or whatever. I, I it's are they it part is- Earthling? I don't know what's going. <laughs> See, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure He-Man and Sheeran, this is what I wanted to study up on. I'm pretty sure they, they on their own shows, have a backstory about where they're from. Right. and Because why, they're Aurora and Adam are clearly maybe the human side of them. And He-Man and Shira are, are the, what is their planet name? Eternal? Oh, I thought you were going to start to talk about the ego and the id. I was like, Jamie. Oh, I'm not getting up. that deep. No, wow. not with He-Man and she right. Although I suppose you could, but I, I will. I don't know. Right, right, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Whoever <laughs> names the things in this. Okay, wait. <clears throat> well, whoever names the things in this is probably the same person who names the things in Strawberry Shortcake. And it's like oh, yeah. Huckleberry Pie and Blueberry Sunshine and Rainbow Surprise because it's the same stupid nonsense. People are named after what they look like or what they do. What they do. Right, right. What's her horse's name? Her, her horse has. And her horse talks like, what's going on, <laughs> Her horse is a bad mamma jamma. I did not right. expect that horse to have that voice. <laughs> I agree. I didn't. I have to tell you, I didn't expect the horse to talk. When the horse talks back, and I'm like, oh, all right, now, now here we go. And one of my favorite parts of of the original He Man was that he had this cat that turned into oh yeah like the cat wasn't there thing. it was never yeah. in this. I, you never saw that guy that's no. right you're right then i guess it was a little more shira shira well i shira. think and in doing doing the least amount of research as possible i think he-man i think this was the end of he-man I feel like He-Man ran. Oh, from was like, this passing the torch? Maybe yeah, to I think He-Man was like eighty-three to eighty-five, and mm. then Shira was eighty-five to eighty-seven. So ah. I feel like maybe this was the transition. Okay, but it didn't seem to be introducing Shira. Like it seemed to be. We should already know who she is. Well, I don't know how she was. In, maybe she was introduced somewhat in the I show. I don't know. We she can't, must have been. We can't get into it because we you know don't what? know. We're confused. We're, all we could talk about is what we I'm saw. I'm so confused. <laughs> we're, we're a minute into this 45-minute TV special, and we don't know what's happening. <laughs> well. So you're right. He-Man and Man-at-Arms are re- repairing a satellite. So that they can track Skeletor's every move. Yes, yes. And the satellite is called Spy Spy. That's spy, yeah, Spy what, Spy. Right? Because Orko does a little magic later, and oh yeah, and every time he does magic, it's oh, it's awful. I. So what him. is Orko? I don't know. He's like this floating alien. I mean, I, I don't. He's he's shapeless, basically. He's like this. Yeah. I remember him. I remember – I didn't remember his name until they said it. I was like, oh, yeah, the O guy. And then I was like, oh, yeah, right. Orko, right? But yeah. you're right. These kids see a, basically a floating torso later with no face. There's just – it's a robe and mm-hmm. a hat and then eyes. Mm-hmm. And they're not alarmed by this thing. Mm-mm. But I guess he's like a, a harmless little – 
imp or whatever. But it's so just, are the machines. What are the other things? Wait, what are the two? Uh, no, that sorry, that is Charlie Sheen's nickname. <laughs> How cute and cuddly, though, are those little things? Are they the machines? Oh, those things that have like a Cabbage Patch Kids face yes. on like a lobster, on like a robotic lobster body. Like, I'm not afraid of them. If they take over the world, that's no. adorable. Those other big machine things that like are like Transformer things. Those, those things some a little. Are, yeah, those things are like eight stories tall. Of course, they're terrifying. Those other things. But He-Man are... is so strong. He-Man is so freaking strong isn't he (laughs) (laughs) this is your takeaway from this show oh my god all right okay let's okay let's get into the we can talk about how strong he-man is for days let's get into the plot of this nonsense so (laughs) they set up this satellite they repair it and orko's kind of like hiding and then he wants to, like, check it out. Like, oh, yeah. I wonder what this thing is. Right. He goes inside. He's fidgeting with some of the handles and everything. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And and then all of a sudden. <laughs> it just takes off. It just launches. He hits a button. It launches. He made a man at arms are in a control room. They're like, what's happening? How They're so confused. Well, that's not supposed to take off till tomorrow. Right. They were just testing it. They were just inside. They have no idea that Arco is in there, right? They don't know where that little wizardy creature is. And they just think there's some sort of malfunction. And that Spy Spy has taken off on its own. Spy Spy! (laughs) God! And it basically just flies through the opening credits with Orko freaking out. Did you notice there were two directors for this? Oh, well, I guess depending on. <clears throat> Do you think one had some pretty sexy ideas? And you're like, uh, sorry, buddy. We this is a kid's cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> we can't redraw clothes on these people. It's already too late. All we can do is re record the voices to make this more kid friendly. So Skeletor notices that this satellite is launched mm-hmm. and he decides to, like, chase it. With his ship. He goes on his scooter. Is it his ship? Oh, no. He does it's go his with ship, his ship. It's his ship because this is when he has yeah. all of his buddies and, and That's and right. And this is the this, this scary-looking Skeletor ship, right? Doesn't it have a... Right. Right? Skeletor. So they start to chase the satellite. Orko's freaking out. He-Man decides to mm-hmm. become He-Man to save they, the day. Sure, sure, sure. And he he goes up to the ship and he starts like fighting things and everything. And this is the point where one of Skeletor's men was like, "Shh, quiet, he'll hear us." And I'm like, "You're inside the ship that he's destroying." They freak out when they see that it's He-Man that's there, right? Cuz it's the all-powerful He-Man. And he's not only breaking shit, like his isn't this when <clears throat> Skeletor's um, ship, like these like snake-like, metal snake-like things, come to attack He-Man? Yeah, they're like snake arms. Everything's robotic. For, right. Like, for as many aliens and conjoined monsters and blue people and a woman who's like a fairy oh, yeah. but also a peacock, like, everything You're not talking robotic. about Mermadia, are you? Oh, no. <laughs> We haven't met her yet. Uh, Where she somehow gets from, like, this pristine lagoon to something that looks like a toxic waste dump. (laughs) She's like, I found it. I found (laughs) the the, whatever. All the rivers and streams must just all connect in this land. No, but he is. And and he quickly, He-Man gets in trouble. Oh, yeah. Because they shoot out these like cables that wrap around him and he thinks he's okay how about their little comments like oh everything he is and quipping. shira yeah. yes every time they fight they have these like punts or these little like right every time they're in trouble it's like right. oh. but none of them were good enough for me to write down no i think i don't know if i wrote any down i'll let you know if i do but they oh, do God. these terrible like oh i, I can't even no, it's it's all nonsense, but they mm-hmm. constantly talk through the fighting. Mm-hmm. So he seems to be captured, 
But luckily, oh, She-Ra shows up on that. Well, she knew Pegasus. to come, of course. She knew to come. Yeah, <laughs> right. she she had the honor of Grayskull behind her. She thought maybe her brother would be in trouble. It's it's only right. And they pretty much just like beat up and destroy the ship in 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 no time at all. Well, the she's got a magical together. sword. He's super strong. Like it doesn't take much, right? Um. She rides her Pegasus. He rides some kind of air scooter thing, right? Oh, that, air scooter. <laughs> that was the first part where I was like, where's that cat that he normally rides? <laughs> See the cat? You're right. I didn't think of it, but you're right. I think his name was Battle Cat. Like literally it was just called Battle Cat. Because he's ready for battle. He's right. my battle cat. So Orko um, also tries to do magic at this point where he says, spies. I wrote this down because it's nonsense. <laughs> He he says, "Sky spy, skiffity scafe, take me down to someplace safe." And, and he's surprised it doesn't work. And I'm thinking, "You didn't say real words. Like, that's not that's not a spell." But this is when he then lands in like Alaska, right? It just, or he it lands- just disappears, and they all seem like, "Well, that was weird." <laughs> they don't seem that concerned that it's gone Mm-mm. until they realize that Orko was on it. That's true. That's true. But, and they do. What do they have? I think they have a find find system to find oh, I'm, Orca. I'm sure it's called the find finder. <laughs> the sky sky find finder. <laughs> oh, Orco does though. He lands on Earth, right? That's where he lands. Yes. Um, <laughs> he lands on Earth. And. These two children, we've mentioned them before, uh, uh, Alicia and Miguel. My big question was, how do the kids not know it's freaking weird when this Orco thing appears in front of them, does a spell that stops the avalanche from (laughs) From hitting them? them. (laughs) And then I wonder, now, let me ask you, you have children, you're celebrating the Christmas holiday. How many times have I sent them out for a Just by themselves, just go out there into the wilderness, kids. Here's a sled. We'll check on you in the next five days. Here's a sled. Here's a saw. Have at it. Whatever. Family tree, go for it. You're going to bring I trust your judgment. I trust your judgment. Seven to nine feet. You guys got this, right? Where the hell is their family? And then when this weird alien creature, magician, wizard thing comes and appears in front of them. Yeah. Why do they want to check out his... And it's not... It's not even that they're just out looking for a tree. It's it's that they were out looking for a tree and now they're lost, which is equally terrifying. But they're not very terrified. They're excited. They have a new friend to tell the tales of Christmas about. He's curious. He wants to know what they're up to and what their Christmas is all about. I want to hear this explanation from these kids. (laughs) It's about joy and giving. It's about presents, really, the bottom line. It's amazing because he wants to know about Christmas and the kids go way back when and then we fade out. (laughs) <laughs> we fade out. We go back to eternity, back to human for three seconds. And then we come back and they're like, and then three wise men saw a star. And I'm like, what the hell's happening? Because at the end of this, Orco, Orca, what, Orco, whatever his name is, goes, so who's this Santa character? <laughs> and I'm like, I want to see these children marry religion and Santa in this conversation. I want to hear the tale. I want them to weave it. I know. They give a very, we get the very broad strokes of what, right? Of what the kids say yes. Christmas is. Yeah. They, I was I was just not prepared for the religious aspect of the <laughs> early explanation. Well, and they do. They do get into that, which yes. is interesting to have it presented by them uh, please it's even more interesting when we get the very end of this where it's basically human looking at the camera going we had a good time tonight everybody yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy that is the craziest way to end this movie or whatever this thing is is 
came at me like, but you know what? Some people don't celebrate Christmas, and that's okay. I'm like, but what? it was all What's good. Yeah. On? He's just wrapping things up. Oh, He's putting it's things amazing. in I'm a like, nice little. Is this just a story that he was telling Orca? <laughs> it's a year of their birthday celebration, the year they got the human visitors. <laughs> that's what it is. From Earth. Oh, my God. So It is wrapped up, rather. Like, all right, here oh, we go. Let's it see. is. It is. And I <laughs> broke my notes up. I don't know how you did your notes, but I did my notes in thirds. Um, okay. Every 15 minutes, I kind of just, like... You could tell there was like a shift in what was happening. I was like, oh, well, there was okay. commercial breaks. I think it was a made for TV, right? Because I think there was uh, definitely. Yeah, there's, there's, like... this was not theatrically released. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. This is definitely a TV movie, and there were clear commercial. I love the commercial breaks because Me too. it was just that fade, that slow fade to black that you knew, mm-hmm. oh, there was a commercial here. And then you were ready. Like you said, you kind of took yeah. it in apart. You're like, okay, what's the next going to bring? What do we got happening next? So so we know that Orko is lost mm-hmm. and in the spy spy. We know that it is Adam <laughs> and uh, Aurora's birthday coming up. We know that um, Skeletor is mad, but he always is, right? right. <clears throat> and, um, oh, Orko has met up with some Earthling children and they've told him about the tales of Christmas, right? That's what I like how so you're recapping this as though we <laughs> just came back from a commercial break. Right <laughs> well, so now moving on from our commercial break, an update is now they they lo- they've located where Spy Spy is, and now, like you said, right. for a minute there's really not concern that the that the shuttle is gone. There's more con- they get more concerned when they realize Orko is in it. Right. right, which I don't kind of mm-hmm. – I don't get. Orko's super annoying. He's not a big loss. I mean I'm not saying leave him on Earth. That sounds terrible, but he is – he's really irritating. Well, he did get himself into this bit of trouble, but he is a wizard and he's kind of endearing because they do love him when he comes back. They do, yeah. Yeah, they're happy to see him. They're glad he's safe. And really the mission isn't so much about getting the spy spy back. It's about getting Orko back. Sorry, I just saw my notes. Her horse's name is Swifty. Oh, that's right. For Swift Wind? I think Swift Wind is the full name and she calls it Swifty. He has a full name. Nice. Yeah, so Shira. At this point, this is where they realize that to get the ship back, they need a crystal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They need the crystal, uh, the carium. What's it called? The well, chrysanthemum water or something like that. Don't know, but it's guarded um, by a big evil monster. Yeah, and Shira, literally. I think its name is Evil Monster yeah. or like big scary beast or something right. right and shira finds this out when she deals with a mermaid who has a french accent the salty mermaid as i called her oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to know i'm so sexy i'm just a cartoon my name is mermaidista <laughs> this was something that kids watched and enjoyed yeah and they were made to didn't times remind you of uh, getting names of things tonight. I, I don't such... know. What, like another cartoon? No, a movie that we did with... Oh. <clears throat> that we did for the podcast with... Um, Were there mermaids? Bridget jo- no, with Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> it's like the... Bridget Jones. Oh, <laughs> no. You, yes. No, She-Ra is Red Sonia, right? Like yes. She-Ra yes. is Red Sonia. He-Man is Conan. Like yes. that is... Yes, yes. okay, the, the, okay. Right. Yeah. There's okay. no like, they did just enough not to be sued to make these cartoon characters. Right. Right? Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um so the crystal is what they need in order to activate the transport beam, right? Sure. The finder beam knows that, that Orko is on Earth. Now we have to get the transport beam activated so we can transport Orko back. Right. To Eternia, Eternia. Yeah, and I do um, love how later they say things like, "Oh, I hope Orko knows to move to the light." And I'm like, "Wait, yeah. was this something you told him? Like, Orko, in case you ever get into this." 
and get he transported does know, to though, Earth. When he sees it, a light is going to appear. No, but they he when he sees the light, he says, yes. "Oh, that's the light." I don't know why he decides it's important to bring the children with him, and why they're like this strange alien oh, wants us to walk into the light. I have We're gonna no go. idea too, because also it doesn't make sense because the light. They have to walk into the light for the whole ship to come to. It's not, everything. It, everything. It's not like and the thing outside sh- the ship. What's the thing outside the ship that comes with them? It's the kids' thing. Oh, what is it? Oh, I don't know. There's something outside the ship that comes too, and I was like, really? Just I don't know. Oh my god, I want to get into the kids' jackets <laughs> later. I want to talk about that dog. I am so excited <laughs> about this. It's <laughs> because this the lead up. I have to say the last – if you have any interest in watching this, first of all, if you want to watch this. It's so this, quick. You just, should just like, watch it's it. It's 45 minutes. If you don't want to do that, like watch the last 20 minutes. You will be You'll rewarded. Be, yeah. It, Handsomely. It, this stuff here where she fights a big monster like <laughs> a – like a dragon thing. This is nonsense. It's like a nothing. dinosaur. Is it a dragon or is it more I like. I don't know. Once the kids are repeatedly kidnapped, that's when this oh, yeah. is so much fun. So <laughs> skip the first 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> repeatedly kidnapped because they really it, are. It literally People is just keep taking them. During every like, fight, they're like, kids stand over there. And then and a bad go guy with that grabs guy. Them. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, and for what? For for why does the bad guy, Skeletor guy, want the kids? Because he senses goodness. Oh, that's right. And Skeletor himself, that's right. Right. <laughs> the downfall of Skeletor when he's like, I don't know what I am feeling, but Skeletor I like, is- I feel good and I don't like a good feeling. What do you mean I'm being he nice? He is so great in that, like, I came out of this going, I'm pretty much a Skeletor fan. Because yeah, you are. His- when that dog is licking his face and he's like, this dog keeps licking me. And the kids are like, we can hold him. And he goes, um, uh, no, uh, we can move faster if I keep holding him. <laughs> like, It's like Tom Hanks with Hooch. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Skeletor, you love that dog. Your yeah. your cold heart is melting. This is so adorable. Yeah, yeah. He makes coats for these kids. He does. All right, fine. You're so cold. I'm Skeletor. I don't like failing this way. <laughs> and when they call him Mr. Skeletor. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, let's get through this. Why did I write down this? Dingle spell, jingle spell? <laughs> <laughs> I know why. <laughs> what? It's Orko when he's talking to the kids. The kids know the song Jingle Bells, I guess. And he's like, Dingle Spells? <laughs> when does this happen? When oh, it, when... it happens right before uh, Shira talks to the Salty Mermaid. Oh, all right. Okay. So Shira heads time. to some sort of dark, dilapidated temple. And she encounters like a big giant dragon monster that's protecting about... this orb. I guess this is from the show. Again, I don't remember, but and it's very 80s. Like, when she comes out or when she's about to do something, it's like her transition into being the all-powerful Shira. Yeah. It goes, Shira, Shira, Shira. It's not a great song. You're just talking about the song that plays while she's yeah. transforming. Shira, Shira. Shira, Shira, and that's it. It just goes on and on like that. Yeah, it's like it's like gem, but there's no other lyrics, right? No. <laughs> anyway, anyway, how about that? How about that? Okay. So she, so she beats up this monster, and and in the meantime, her mermaid friend grabs this crystal that they need, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. Her horse, oh, I said her horse sounds like a badass monster. He does. Yeah. So they get this, and suddenly there's a group of giant robots. 
Oh yeah, the mon- those are these are the machines. No, right? no, nothing is called a machine. That is again <laughs> Charlie Sheen's nickname because remember he used to do so many drugs and nobody understood why he could stay up all night. They were like, "You are such a machine." <laughs> these are called the monstroids. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but you're writing that they're pretty much just transformers. Okay, and they like. Trapper in like a glass bubble. Yeah, they kind of encapsulate her, right? Right. right. And then uh, she cuts her way out because her sword can turn into like fire. She just tells it what to be. Yeah, she's like <laughs> she sword. Says to her horse, she's like, You're a lasso. Stand back! It's gonna get pretty hot in here. <laughs> and then it's a fire sword, and she cuts a hole, and then does like a roundhouse kick <laughs> to push them all out. She's like, "Watch me go!" Right. Yep, once they have that, this is where, as we explained, light appears in front of Orko and these children. Right, and they have to follow the light. Right, and Orko drags these kids. He's like, hey kids, hold my hands. We gotta go into the light. They go with them. They're like, oh, that weird thing, goblin guy is going into the light. We'll follow him. Yeah, let's just follow this guy. And they are Mm -hmm. transported to Eternia. They they leave Earth. They leave their family. I guess they never got a tree. All that stuff is no, gone. No, we don't know what happened to their tree, right? Yeah. And there they are. And they're not that, like... <clears throat> they're not upset, They're not really. that upset. They're not that scared that they're in this weird land where this... They get sort of swooned by the, the kingdom, right? Isn't this when well, uh, Perfumia... I, I feel like this is a... Th- Thing, and it is a trope with kids, kids in movies and, and TV shows and stuff like that. Because I, I even see it now, like with my kids. Like we watched the, um, the hmm. the series of unfortunate events, like the Netflix. Oh one, yeah, yeah, which was really great. Mm-hmm. But the kids mm-hmm. never seem all that bothered by these horrible traumatic events and being thrown into weird situations and even no. like the girl from the hug a bunch she went into this weird baby doll oh land yeah that's true she's that's like, true I don't know, yeah. whatever it's an evil queen i'm not that bothered by any of the upside down world like i'm not gonna fault these kids too much i'm gonna fault their parents for being like oh you went to a new planet that sounds you know what tell us about that tomorrow okay yeah <laughs> the parents are the true monsters of this film. You're right. You're right. How about some concern? How about what are you talking about? Where have you oh, been? Oh, you went to a planet with a bunch of half-naked people. They're not going directly to the police and be like, <laughs> we're pretty sure our children were molested. <laughs> some bad news bears happened down here and we got to get to the bottom of this. Well, they weren't though. P.S. They just were going because... So they decided on – because they're, they're this new planet that they found has now been inspired by this these children, this, this arrival of the children to celebrate not only the birthday of the, the, the planet's famed twins, Adam and Aurora, but let's also take this opportunity to celebrate Christmas. Christmas. That's right. Because like you said, their mom is apparently half human anyway, or half earthling, whatever. So... Where did they get a Santa suit at the end of this thing? (laughs) How (laughs) creepy and weird is it that they make He-Man dress up as Santa? Like, this is a fantasy kind of show. Like, she's riding a unicorn, (laughs) or Pegasus. Why don't they just have Santa show up? Like, the real Santa. Why do they have... I'll take these kids back home. Don't worry about it. Like, that would have been better. Go upon my sleigh! No. You know what? Actually, that would have been a better ending. Like, if they, if the means to send these. That would have been a Christmas ending, not a He-Man Shira ending. Exactly. The means to send these children back were destroyed in a fight or whatever. And they're like, oh, no, you'll never get back. And suddenly, Santa and a bunch of reindeers burst to the door and take the kids home. That would be Mm -hmm. amazing. (laughs) <laughs> but instead, it's Adam dressed up as <laughs> And not even good. It's clearly, like, Adam. And it's even the way they draw him, he's like this, like, like he's like the guy from, he's is, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's amazing, too, because at the end, 
even She-Ra goes like, all right, brother. And she pulls down his beard. <laughs> and his reaction is amazing because it's like, ho, ho, oh, you knew the whole time, huh? <laughs> Everyone did. So, all right. So, um. Oh, 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 wait. Before we get too carried away, because we're all over the map with this, but okay. The kids, when they arrive in uh, Etheria, right? Um, and now or everyone Eternia. decides. I don't know if we're Eternia. in Eternia. Sorry, or sorry. It doesn't matter. You're right. No, we're in Eternia. So when the kids get to Eternia and the Eternia decides, oh, now we're not only going to celebrate Christmas we're, or the birthday, we're going to also celebrate Christmas. The children are here. Yay. Now the children sort of get treated to a day in Eternia where <laughs> Perfuma does a little show because she could not only make things smell good, but she can change by way of her name, but she can change the seasons. And she puts, she makes springtime happen. And the children are like, it's Christmas. It's not springtime. It should be winter. So she does that. She makes a beautiful winter scene happen. And then that weird harpy guy. I, I just love the fact that the animation is so lazy. And if you've seen, oh, Man, yeah. you know how bad it is. But when, mm-hmm. when she makes it spring, there's all these flowers and the kids are like, no, it's winter. So then she makes it winter and it's snow, <laughs> but the flowers aren't gone. There's just no, giant just snowy. No, there's just giant poinsettias superimposed oh. over top of the flowers. It is amazing because I was like, "What are those giant plants?" No, just poinsettias. Just poinsettias. Just letting you know it's it's colder out. It's winter time. Yes, but move on to the real highlight of this: the scene. Christmas song. Oh my God! All of a sudden, they've. I don't even know how it goes. I, I, oh, I did. We're treated to a musical met a musical, basically a song. Right. Well, the it's the guy with the heart on his chest. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And yeah, I thought for a second, I was like, I should go back and write these lyrics down, but that thought vanished immediately when I realized I'm sure it's not worth it. Well, that thought vanished for me when first the kids start singing some cheesy song about Christmas and joy yes. or presents or something. But then, and we're like, oh, okay, we're going to get treated to a little music time now. And then we have like three minutes of Orca and Orca and that big eared owl thing dancing. Like they have a little <laughs> dance number that they do, right? Like, and I love it. I love it because there's that guy and he's got like this lute that has like 45 strings on it. And he's like, hey, check yeah. out this new Christmas song I just wrote. And he starts singing and the kids join in immediately. Yeah, they know the tune. <laughs> they know it well. And they're going to sing it. And there's some dancing. And and then there's that. Yeah. that that's the only yeah. time He-Man and Shira do not sing. There's no need for that. No. They're there to fight battles skeletor is there to find love these guys are there for a little musical medley Mm. in the middle of our christmas special because what is a christmas special without a christmas song right and jamie what's the best way to break up a great christmas song a new christmas song in a kid's movie the best way to break it up is with a helicopter that looks like a giant dildo (laughs) flying in. That was later like a giant robot. (laughs) Like a giant robot hand grabs it. Oh. I can't. Oh. It is. If you have no interest in watching this, just type in. You could probably. (laughs) You could probably just type in dildo copter. (laughs) And you would get a picture of this. Oh, man. It's crazy. By the power of Grayskull. I don't even know. (laughs) But anyway, the pilot of this is named Hordak, who is... He's the big bad he's like, Oh, no, no he's, he's like She-Ra's a... She-Ra's villain. Sec- yeah. He's She-Ra's mm-hmm. Skeletor. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he grabs the children. 
and and Alicia and Miguel. Alicia and Miguel are kidnapped by Hordak because now again it's this giant robotic smoke monster. I don't know that we could ever cover anything this silly because we cannot keep it together. Because when I realize sometimes the words you're saying, okay, never mind. Okay, so 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 this. The big bad guy who's like a cloud of smoke with a robot hand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's in charge and he's basically telling Hordak and Skeletor, go out, get these kids, I guess, right. bring them to me so I can kill them. I mean, that's not well, he, specifically he, said. I but. don't think he wants any joy to be had. Right. Right? Because mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of – so he doesn't want – he wants to stop Christmas from happening on on Eternia. So he's going to take the kids away. Right. That will take their joy. Right? I think. Okay. So Hornak <clears throat> grabs these kids and then yeah. the chopper is grabbed by the monstroids. The mo- Oh, it's the monstroids. It is the monstroids. Those are the big robot guys. Right. But then there's the oh the other ones are called the machines the ma- yeah the machines are the machines to make them more human <laughs> I guess than the monstroids they're so adorable though they're not threatening at all they're super <laughs> playful they they have the, what about the one that has like there's three of them there's there's cutter because he can cut there's uh. <laughs> Zipper, Zipper, who talks like Bill Cosby, he's like, "Well, I got." This. I was really trying to think. I was like, "How do I say that he talked like a bad impression of Bill Cosby talking about pudding yes. pops?" He does, yeah. And then there's a third one. There's three of a them. A third like, one. There's kinda... about eighty of them at the. Well, end there of ends up being uh, like the whole army of them come in, but there's a... so the monstroids. They want these kids for I don't even know what reason, and they put them in a little prison. Mm-hmm. With with Orko, he's there too. I forgot Orko's with them, and then they are. He's kind of with the kids throughout this whole adventure, right? right? Yes, yeah. yes. But they are in this prison, and mm-hmm. they and Pika Blue at this point uses her peacock vision to locate the children. That's right. That's and they right. are rescued by the man. <laughs> and you're right; they look like like creepy robot monsters with doll faces. They're really cute. They're not at all threatening looking. They look like little. They look like they're just plush. Like there's like yeah. he's cutting bars to a prison with this weird. But he's adorable cherub- while he does yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sweet. But in I guess. a And it's weird to think that the transformer looking guys are supposed to. Like, the monstroids. But they are. Yeah. They seem yes, to be mortal enemies. Where the monstroids are like 8, 10, 20 stories tall. Mm-hmm. And these guys are smaller than He-Man. How are they yeah. enemies? Is it just because... We don't know. And I assume these are not He-Man things. I wonder if they're She-Ra things. See, maybe I should know that. And I don't. Well, you don't need to. It's okay. No, Nobody needs to know any of this. No. If you're listening and you're yelling at us for not knowing this, I'm sorry. You're a nerd. Sorry. Yeah. No, I should have. We should have done research. Though. Yeah, if we're going to we, talk about it. We could have done our research. You're right. Yes. But we didn't because we were blown away I by was, what we saw. By the end of this, I was too excited. I was like, I got to. I, I, I just took all these notes. I can't wait to talk about it. So, so Skeletor. Okay. So, so, so the. Well, this is. Go ahead. The the man she no the 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 monstroids. This is the yeah. big showdown between the monstroids and everybody else. And then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because He Man shows up along sure. with Shira, and they just mm-hmm. destroy these robots like pretty much effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And then you know if they're in any little bit of trouble, this is when the rest of the machines come. There's like a hundred of them, and there's a machine yeah. puppy. There's this oh yeah, puppy. a little manchine puppy dog thing that gets involved, and somehow follows the kids. Well, the kids. This is the first instance where humans like stay back, kids. We got this. Go stand over there with that puppy, and immediately oh, Skeletor's yeah, yeah. like, "Gotcha." These kids are just getting abducted right. left and right. They just can't help it. Skeletor gets them, and now they're on the road with Skeletor, who apparently has to bring them to his like big evil right well 
That's where he's bringing them? Well, Hordak and Skeletor are both working for the same big evil, but I guess it's a big uh-huh. competition. Like, who's going to bring these kids? Who can kids? bring? Sure, sure. Because Skeletor doesn't have these kids for five minutes before Hordak shows up out of nowhere and shoots him and the kids down and they're like crash laying in the mountains. Oh, yeah, where it's very cold. With the puppy. They still have that man-sheen puppy with them. Thank goodness they did. That really teared at some of the Skeletor's heartstrings, right? Oh, With the man yes. The puppy. puppy kisses, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> I, I don't, at this point, I don't really know what's happening with He-Man and She-Ra, and it doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm. at this point, it is the... We're more into Skeletor. It is the Skeletor and, yeah. show from now yeah. until basically the end. Yeah. Because we're breaking him down. He's an evil guy. I mean, he is Skeletor. Yeah. Right? Yes. He's right. blue and he's right. buff and he's got, got a face skull. of a skeleton. Yeah. He's a skull. And again, these kids are unfazed by any of this. Yeah, they're not freaked out by the fact that they've been abducted several times and now by a man who's called Skeletor who's. They're just, they're like, we're so cold. We can't go any further. Love, we're just freezing. I love how they're just talking and the little girl yeah. just falls over into the yeah. snow, just She's collapses. Ice. She's not used to these frigid temperatures. That's, again, why it's weird that Orko is so cold when he gets to Earth, but whatever. So Skeletor <laughs> begins to sort of have the Grinch meets the oh yeah right yes. like like a moment where his heart i'm grows surprised five he times wasn't like cutting and serving roast beast at the end of this <laughs> i'm amazed that he was not at the christmas party at the end of this i wanted him there so badly at the end <laughs> i wanted prince adam dressed as santa to give him a present <laughs> but the little girl passes out from mm-hmm. hypothermia i guess and the little boy's like, we're so cold. And Skeletor begrudgingly uses his scepter to mm-hmm. make, like, bulky George Costanza coats on them. <laughs> yes. And then they're totally fine. And they're like, let's go. And They're ready yeah. now that they're warm. They were just, they will go to Skeletor, wherever Skeletor needs them to go, as long as they're yeah. not cold. And we mentioned it before, but it is... Every time they they referred to him as Mr. Skeletor, I was It makes laughing. you giggle. Yeah. <laughs> they tell him a lot how nice he is yeah. for giving the coat. Thanks, you're so nice. Oh, you helped the dog. You're so nice. The dog needs your hate. I am not nice. I am not like being nice to you, and I am not nice. I am Skeletor. I have the face of a skeleton. I am not nice. Your Skeletor impression is pretty good because that's exactly that's what he sounds terrible. like. No, no, no. That's not bad at all. All right. Well, thanks. But yeah, so Skeletor kind of loves these kids. Yeah. As we said earlier, he loves puppy kisses. That just yep. gets him. <laughs> he mouths Oh, he also kills some sort of snow monster that comes out. And threatens oh, the children, yeah. and he kills it. It falls. The snow beast. The <laughs> snow it, like, beast falls uh-huh. off a cliff to his death, and the kids are like, "Yay, Mr. Skeletor!" It's again, <laughs> again to show that Skeletor is just there for the kids. He's just there to right. Now, after all of this, that Skeletor has really protected the children from. He-Man and She-Ra come to save the children. It's right? like a big convergence because Hordak, the She-Ra villain, is there. Yeah. Skeletor's mm-hmm. there with these kids. He-Man and She-Ra, they all converge into like mm-hmm. a big final battle. And also later, Horde Prime tries to oh, come yeah. in on in his right. ship. It's a crazy fight in that yeah. Hordak sends like a bunch of robots out. He managed to beat them up. Skeletor gets knocked unconscious somehow pretty easily. Oh, yeah. But the puppy, like, licks thing. him back to life. It's the puppy that saves him. It's his love for the puppy, really. That's what saves him. When the main, when Horde Prime comes in, Skeletor, mm-hmm. fearing for these children's lives against what he would do in any other episode of the series, like sabotages or destroys his boss's mm-hmm. ship 
So mm-hmm. then he has to fly away. He managed Shira beat up Hordak, whatever his name is. And this is when, like, the kids hug Skeletor and he's so conflicted. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't like it. <laughs> but he does. But he really does. Oh, yeah. And this is when he managed, He don't like, like feeling good. Yeah, and this is when <laughs> he is like, don't worry, Skeletor. Christmas only comes once a year. And I'm like, he's your mortal enemy. Like, this is your chance. Just... Take, take him, him to out. prison or oh, take him out. Not yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> Not during Christmas no. time, though. And this is why I'm surprised mm-hmm. that now when we cut back to the castle, Skeletor's mm-hmm. not there. I so wanted him to be wearing like a Santa hat and dancing Aww. around or something like that. But no, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. No, not here. No Skeletor. No. It's the last we see of him then, That's right? It. After yeah. that. That's all the bad guys. The children get returned to their home, even though they're... Oh, well, we do get to see the children in their home. (laughs) Not before we get to see, though, the weird Christmas celebration that happens on Eternia where the elephant-faced guy puts the star on the tree and the... Oh, yeah, what I... whole character celebration that happens. So they... And then, then the kids finally get returned home and... That's weird. Like their dad. And well, let's mom. let's not gloss over the fact that before the kids get returned home, Man at Arms <laughs> gives them flying belts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. As a little parting gift. Right. That's right. So the kids show up back at home with these weird belts and these belts. big bulky right. coats. And their parents are like, where have you been for the past five days? Ah, oh, no tree, huh? Oh, all right. Just tell us about that planet tomorrow. You guys need some rest. Then the kids fucking flip away on their little, uh, with their belts. And that's when the parents are like, where have you been? Their parents. The- Those <laughs> Why does the dad? So everybody in this movie is drawn very physically fit, right? We have like abs of steel, everyone. But these children's father looks like Mario from Mario and Luigi, doesn't he? He has like a big round belly. Oh my god, he's huge. And he's got like a big crazy mustache. That was like, what's going on? And he doesn't say anything for the longest time. It's the mom that's like, I don't know what to do. Kids are crazy. I don't know. You stay it up. You go to other planets. That's interesting. The dad says nothing. No. The whole time I was like, they're going to make the dad. Then finally the dad does say something. And then the parents both react when they zip zap by on their magic belt. It seems irresponsible to give these this kind of technology as like a parting gift. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. That dad, oh man, maybe that's why it was it's so jarring. I was like, what's this big fat schlub in this weird, like, bulky sweater? Part of me wanted to be like, this is, but when, yeah, anyway. <clears throat> you're right. Then our send off for this movie is a very awkward Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bye. Because it's like, it's almost as though he were reading this out of a book in front of fire. Yes. It's weird because it's like you're watching a cartoon read a teleprompter. Right. And you know that's not what's Because he's in a big chair in front of a fire and he kind of turns around like, hey, kids, we had a good time today. But Christmas is some pretty serious business. <laughs> <laughs> because it is like... Not everyone celebrates Christmas, but the spirit is blah, blah. And it just keeps going on for like 30 Uh seconds and then just abruptly ends credits. He man, she were Christmas. Done. Right. Oh. I do have to say, and I know that with these bonus episodes, we we certainly, we don't give recommendations. We don't really talk about our our final thoughts or or whether we would recommend it. Um, But... But this was insanely enjoyable for every oh, yeah. reason we discussed. Like, I think the pacing of it all and the – if you didn't watch – you had to somehow know who He-Man and Shira were, right? right? Even if you yeah. didn't get into sure. them. And, yeah, there's a certain fun Christmas madness. I mean, is it the best Christmas cartoon ever? 
out there? Absolutely not. No. I mean, it's no, no. Garfield it? Christmas. Let's say that. Sure, <laughs> sure. You could say that. It's not. Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 a fun. And I think that's the thing that they did really well was trip. it's like. For the first 20 minutes or so, it did just feel like a bad episode of He-Man. And then right. once the kids were there, I was like, oh, this is a Christmas episode. Like, they're doing every stupid <laughs> thing they can to make this feel – just to, like, shoehorn in Christmas nonsense and Christmas spirit. Yeah, yeah. And in every way, it's so wrongheaded and doesn't make any sense that it's – super enjoyable to watch so amazing yeah yeah so awkward that it's so awesome yeah Yeah. and that's a he-man share at christmas for you that's it that's it from 1985 with two directors of which i wrote down neither name because it doesn't matter it's (laughs) he-man share at christmas find it it's on youtube there's like it's there on there all right well everybody thank you for listening uh thank you for continuing to support oh yes there will be new content soon, as soon as we have something worthwhile. Um, and I think our next what, – what did we decide our next full episode is going to be? It's like a springtime episode. Did we decide like a romance? Was that our thought? I don't I, don't I think remember. it okay. is. I think it's – yeah. All right. Yeah. So look for that. That should be fun. That is going to be gonna fun. Be super fun. Be ready. So tell yeah. your friends to patronize us so they can listen to this nonsense. Because <laughs> you guys are the only ones that get this. We are not releasing these. Even if we get desperate and we just don't feel like recording, we are not right. releasing these to the rest of the, uh, you know. These the, are the, the secret. Public. These are high. Yeah. These are high. These are high. These are high. These are high episodes. These episodes are like, hi, good times, great oldies. (laughs) All right, everybody. We will talk to you then in a regular episode coming up pretty soon. Get ready. TTGM. TTB. TCBY, the country best yogurt. BB. BRB? Mm, I don't know. Yep. Sky, sky, fly, fly. (laughs) Take me down somewhere where it's safe. Perfuma. All right. Pika Blue. <laughs> Merry Christmas. It was nice of you to save Relay, Mr. Skeletor. I am not nice. Oh, stop that. Do you want me to hold him? Uh, no. Uh, no. No, we'll go faster if uh, if I carry him. But uh, tell me more about this uh, this Christmas. Well, it's a wonderful time of the year. Everyone is lots of fun. You mean they get in fights? No, no, they have fun. Fights are fun. I like fights. And you give each other presents. And when you open them, they explode, right? No, they're nice gifts. Nice? Doesn't sound like much fun to me. (laughs) A snow beast. Quick, get behind me. The snow beast. Oh, thank you, Mr. Skeletor. You saved us. You really are wonderful. Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am not wonderful. And I'm still delivering you to Hordrime.